the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. In today's message, Pastor Rander teaches us God's specific requirements for praising and thanking Him as outlined in Psalms 100. Every person of every nation is to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. God's word makes it clear that no person or nation is exempt from this requirement. We are to praise him for his goodness to us in all things. We are to serve him with gladness and come before his presence with singing. We are to love God, praise God, and bless his name at all times. He will be teaching from a number of scriptures. So get your pen and paper ready. Now let's listen in. He heard my voice from the temple and my cry came before him, even my ears. Psalms 4.1b also says, you have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. It is a terrible thing when one is in distress and God will not hear because of sin in the heart. That's why you need to live holy. Because when you get in trouble, when you get in distressing situations, you need the mercy of God. Psalm 66, 18 says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Sometimes God let trouble wipe wipe people out because they won't repent. They're stubborn. They play games with God. They play games with people. They're little bullies. They, they, They got their own agenda. They love being in control. They're manipulative. And God says, you know what? I am tired of your mess. So I'm not going to extend another day of grace or mercy toward you. A sinful life will not receive the mercy of God. Then, my friends, the scripture also says, and his truth endureth to all generations. Look at that. He said that in the passage. And his truth endureth to all generations. Beloved, in a world that's filled with counterfeits, in this world, a lie swirling all over the place. This is a world of deception. We need to know the truth of God's word. We praise God for his everlasting truth that endures to all generations. Not just one generation. God's word, his truth extends to all generations. My friend, praising God. You know what it, do, you know what it does? It opens our minds and prepares our heart for fresh revelation from the truth of God's word. So here's the question I pose to you. Why is God's word trustworthy and endures to every generation? Why is God's word trustworthy and endures to every generation? I'm I'm going to give it to you. Number one, God's word is trustworthy because his word is eternal. Say eternal. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8 says, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stand forever. In other words, uh, your, your, your clock will eventually stop ticking. Your glasses will break. You'll need new prescriptions. Your shoes will get old and not wear out. That's right. Your dog will die. The cat will die. The bird will die. 
One day you will die. Uh, but I thank God that we have a soul spirit that's been transformed and either we'll live forever with God in heaven. Or if you don't know Jesus, you will live separated eternally in the lake of fire. But I, I, I'm so glad that the word of God is a forever word. It's, it's a sufficient word. You can count on the word of God. Number two, why is God's word trustworthy and endures to every generation? God's word is, is light in a dark world. This world is dark. This is a dark world where children will kill their own parents. People, people will come into church and just wipe people out. Even over in Egypt, 300 folk, uh, Muslims, wipe them out, children at all. Coptic Christians in, in Egypt, just all over the place, in schools, in movie theaters, in malls, uh, on the road, trucks running down folk. Uh, this, this is a dark world. The world loves darkness. Psalms 119, 105 says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. In other words, you need the word of God because it lights your path so that you won't be stumbling all over the place. So that you can walk securely and be and live holy in an unholy world. Unholy world. You, the Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify God who is in heaven. Matthew 5, 16. When you got the light of Christ living in you, when your feet uh, and path are all together because of being light and a lamp, then you can live holy in an unholy world. Number three, God's word does not change. Why is God's word trustworthy and endures to every generation? God's word does not change. It is not fluid. God doesn't say you cannot steal one day and next day. Okay, it's okay to steal. It's okay to pilfer. That's right. He, he didn't say in, 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 the, in the law of God, uh, uh, oh, you don't commit adultery. And But 10 years from now, he says, okay, you can slip and slide as long as nobody knows. That's that God is consistent with his word. And if, if somebody's telling you to do something that is antithetical and against the word of God, they are from the devil and they're trying to ensnare you, you say, get behind me, Satan. That's right. That's right. Uh, God's word does not change. Psalms 119.89 says, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. God said it. That settles it. That's, that's old cliche. As wrong as it can be. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Stop. Don't, don't stop. Don't, don't say that to anybody else. Stop saying that. No. God said it. That settles it whether you believe it or not. That's right. That's right. That's right. You can say, uh, I don't believe in gravity. I don't believe in gravity. And you get up on that 50 story building and you jump down. Uh, crash, crash. You can't even say after that, I don't believe in gravity. Just because you don't believe it. <laughs> that, 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 that don't mean that don't mean nothing to God. You got to understand. It is not. God said it, I believe it, that settles it. God said it, that settles it, whether you what? Believe it or not. You know what God's word does? Fourthly, God's word brings hope. Psalms 130 verse 5 says, I wait 
for the Lord. My soul wait. And in his word, I do hope. It renews your hope. That's why people commit suicide, because they're not in the word of God. Uh, how, how are you going to live in hope and Halloween? We were, we were, we were uh, an outreach a few weeks ago, and it was a day or two after Halloween, and I saw this big old skeleton over this house. The people were moving around, and every time I looked up, looked at that old skeleton was just looking at me. And I looked at that thing, and it was over the house hanging, and all these witches and all this stuff. I said, oh, my goodness, they're giving over to death. You know why folks are killing themselves? They are wrapped up into a culture of death. Skeletons, a murder, looking at games where people are being beheaded, looking at stuff, uh, just nothing but blood and guts and guts and blood. And you wonder why folk can kill somebody and go eat a hamburger. For I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I do hope. The word of God gives me hope. Number five, God's word brings rejoicing. It brings the spirit of gladness. Psalms 119, 162 says, I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. If you found $100,000 in your backyard, uh, would you be happy? Uh, I, I believe you would. You, you can just look at me like you. Yeah, you'd be happy. I doubt if you even turn it in. <laughs> oh, officers, I found this. Uh, some, verse 164 also says, seven times a day, I praise you. Seven times, seven times. One, I praise you in the morning. I praise you. You know, go seven times a day. You got to go morning. Then you got to go mid-morning. Then you got to go noon. Then you got to go kind of uh, afternoon. And then you got to go evening. Then you got to go night. I mean, you got to go all day long. All day long! You ought to be praising God. Praising God seven times a day because of your righteous judgment. Every aspect of, of our life must be enveloped in praise to God. Before we continue with the message... Let's search our hearts and consider ways in which we hinder authentic worship of Almighty God. Do we always honor, adore, extol, serve, and worship Him with joyful hearts at all times and in all things? If we're honest, we'll admit that there is room for improvement. As Psalms 105 tells us, the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. Listen in as Pastor Rander continues this powerful, thought-provoking message, and remember to keep pen and paper ready. Number six, God's word does not fail. Wow, that is powerful. God's word does not fail. Psychics fail. These witches fail. Warlocks fail. Ouija boards fail. Crystal balls fail. That's right. Palm readers fail. I don't need nobody to read my poem. I got the word of God. Isaiah 55, 11 says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. Not Dr. Fields. Okay? Not these, not these folk you're looking at on television. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. The word of God will do what it says it will do. 
And I'm going to tell you something else. And it shall prosper in the things for which I sent it. In other words, it's not going to come back void and empty. It's going to do what it's supposed to do. Now, let me tell you something. The word of God is supernaturally at work long after you've sown it in the lives of people. Sometimes you witness to somebody, you tell somebody about Christ, and they don't respond then, then you all disappointed because because you feel like they, uh, they've rejected you. But you know what? You planted that seed, and that same person may get saved three and a half years ago in another state at another time because what you said was still resonating in their hearts. Everything is not for you to see on this side. When you get to heaven, you see all these people that came to Christ that you thought weren't even listening to you. A people cannot, listen to this, even bigger. People cannot be convicted of their sins unless they have been confronted with the word of the living God. Now that's big. People cannot be convicted of their sins unless they have been what? Confronted with the word of the living God. That's why I preach the word. I've never come up here with three books, five books. You know, I'm not against iPads and I this and I that. I come up here with a book. You say, why? Because the battery might go out. It may go blink, and I won't be sitting here. Oh, I, I, I've seen pastors in embarrassing situations. They bring that little thing up there and be punching them buttons, and I've seen it not work, and they said they had to ask for a Bible from the front row. I said, wow, I don't have to worry about mine. I still see black and white here. I see all over here. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. And then Psalms 102, hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Oh, uh, Psalms 97, the Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitudes of isles be glad. Psalms 99, the Lord reigns. Let the people tremble. He dwells between uh, the cherubim. Listen, I, I don't have to worry about this fading out. It's the book of the law. It is the word of God. It is the book of life. It's sufficient. It's infallible. It's, it's supernatural. It's the book of books. That's right. And God is going to judge people who disregard this book, disrespect this book, don't even read this book. Some of y'all got 50 Bibles at home and don't read one of them. Sometimes they ask me, well, what translation should I read? Should I, should, should I have? I said, the one you will read. <laughs> the one you will read. None of them work if you're not going to read them. Huh? Oh, brothers and sisters. Wait a minute. I, I got to get back to this point. Y'all thought I forgot what I was saying, but I ain't crazy. I got God. <laughs> Listen. The word of God is supernaturally at work long after we have sown it in the lives of people. People cannot be convicted of their sins unless they have been confronted with the word of the living God. Do you realize you cannot fall under conviction by the spirit of God if the, if the, preach, if the word of God is not even being preached? If you're not preaching the blood, if you're not preaching Jesus, if you're not preaching inerrancy, if you're not preaching soteriology, if you're not preaching hell and heaven and the doctrine of incarnation and on and on it goes, people cannot even fall under conviction. You don't even give the Holy Spirit something to work with 
if you don't stay faithful and true to the word of God. You're not saved on poems and sayings and jokes and little sermonettes. Sermonettes make Christianness. You don't, you, you, listen, you don't need to leave here feeling good about yourself every time. Matter of fact, you, matter of fact, most times you need to leave here saying, oh God, I'm in a mess. God, thank you for that word. Oh God, I need you now. God, I'm under conviction. The Holy Ghost through the word of God will bring conviction. Now, you know what people do when they're not right and don't want to get right? They get mad at me. Listen, you get the mail in your box at home. You don't jump on the mail band because you got uh, you, because your electric bill is wrong. So you're going to kick him. You're not going to do that. You're not going to sick the dog on the man. You get sued. Don't do that. You got to go to the source. I, I am not your issue. This Bible is the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help me God. Amen. And I believe it from cover to cover. I believe the whole Bible is inspired. Old Testament, New Testament from God. He speaks. I don't believe there is new revelation today. All the revelation we need is in the scripture. Why do you need new revelation? You're not, you're not even grasping the revelation we have. Well, you, you need a new, well, you, 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 some of you don't know what Genesis 1, 1. You need, you need to go back to the old truth. How do you need something new? You're not, you, you don't know what you already have. And let me tell you something, reading all these books are nice and we ought to be well read. But you ought to start with your Bible. Start with your Bible. You say, but I didn't get to this book and this book and that. But that's okay. Those books don't give you life. And books on theology, if they're really right, they will take you back to the Bible. And, and so if you're a Bible-believing person, you ought to start with the Bible since those theological books ought to take you back to the Bible. Why don't you start with the source? I want to see people saved. I want to see people healed. I want to see people grow. I want to see people mature. I want to see people be made well. I want to see people with renewed hope. I want to see people serving. I want to see people committed. I want to see people tithing. I want to see people glad. I want to see people with depression lifted. I want to see people who stand and are not afraid and not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is a power of God unto salvation. This book does this and for more. <laughs> Last but not the least, the truth of God's word when implemented in the believer's life brings freedom. The truth of God's word, when implemented in the believer's life, brings what? Freedom. John 8, 32 says, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 8, 32, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is the word of truth from the God of truth. Okay? Beloved, there is liberating, emancipating power inherent in the word of God. Listen to me closely. There's liber liberating, emancipating power in the word of God. 
if you are enslaved and held captive by sin, some of you are enslaved by selfishness. It's all about you. When you can't get your way, hell breaks out. Some of you are bound by greed and self-indulgence. You can never have enough. You can never get enough. When you get this done, you want to do this, you want to do that. You can't say, you know what, I'm satisfied with what God has done for this time or for this year or whatever. Some of you are enslaved by alcohol. You drink in the morning. You drink at lunch. You drink at, at happy hour. Then you go home to the bar and you pull out another drink. Then you wake up and you drink some more. And you say you're a Christian. Drinking like that, you, your liver is messed up. Your brain cells, you're killing them. And you're wondering, what's wrong with me? Some of you drunk. You tell me, I'm tipsy. No, you drunk. Tipsy is drunk. Some of you are enslaved by drugs. You on crack. Some of you. Some of you on opium. I know all of you are not, but you keep listening. I'm going to call your number. That's right. Some of you on marijuana, and they 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 make it they 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 they're giving you a license to do it now. And just because the law give you authorization to do it, don't make it right, huh? And some of y'all enslaved to legal drugs. You just go get it over, and you get more of it, and you can't function unless you got that pill. I believe sometimes God, uh, the, the the doctor probably give you a water pill. And you think that's the real thing? I don't know, but you know, it's no telling what's going, going on there. You can't read the prescription, no how. And uh, but 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 some of you, you, you appeal crazy. You're, you 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 just way over the top with medication. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't go out here and say, Pastor Draper, say I'm I can't take my medication. Listen, you, listen, take your medication. I'm just saying, be spirit led. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. Some of you are enslaved by a negative mindset. It doesn't matter what it is, you can find something wrong with it. Some of you are enslaved by pornography. It's an epidemic proportion in this world and even sadly in the church with men and even in women, uh, with women and girls. And do you know it's just a click in that, in that uh, cell phone and you can see some of the most grotesque things. And so many people in the church are hooked on porn. Dad is hooked on porn. The children hooked on porn. And once you get hooked on that stuff, y'all, it's hard to be delivered from that, apart from the grace of God, the power of God. Sexual immorality. Some of you are enslaved by it. The God of sex has become your God. Sleeping with folk you're not married to. Divorce, remarry, remarry, divorce, divorce, remarry, back and forward. You just go, some of you got two or three wives and two or three husbands and your children seeing, well, that's one gone. Here's another one. And here's another. You're teaching your children when it don't work out. Just baby, just get you another husband. Get you another wife. And you're teaching your children. When are you going to weather some, th some things out and don't be so quick to bail out? Amen out there? Some of you are enslaved to worry. You, you're almost on your deathbed because of worry. You worry about tomorrow. You worry about height. You worry about darkness. 
You worry about your health. You worry about your child, your grandchildren. You, you worry about a whole lot of things. Some of you worry about fear. Something going to happen, happen to me today. I'm scared to drive. I'm scared to go in the store. This might happen. That might happen. Uh, some of you are slaves to anger. You're just mad. You're a walking madman, a walking mad woman. Some of you are slaves to bitterness. It's be, you've had it so long until it has defined you. Some of you are slaves to technology. You live with your gadgets. You can't function without your gadgets. You're on Facebook and you Facebooking. And you got, and then you, as, as if you don't have enough, you got to take a selfie, a click, and a click, and a click. You know, uh, uh, technology. Some of you, it's personal pleasure. You pleasure yourself to death. It's all about fun, food, and pleasure. Some of you is gambling. You gamble on games. You gamble on the ship. You gamble in Vegas. You gamble on boats. Some of you is sports. You can't be all here because get, the game is coming on. It's always another game and all other things. The delivering power of Christ is able to set you free. If you're going to experience freedom, you must cry out to God, repent, and the Lord Jesus will loose your shackles and set you free. Only then can you truly worship and praise God, rise up and live to your God-given potential. And all God's children said, Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.